Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Total 90 Premier League Podcast. This is your favorite time of the week. This is my favorite time of the week. And I am Nick Brown, Frowny Brown from Frowny Brown Town. Mourinho goes from a tactical masterclass to the bitter defeats in the Champions League. Barcelona knock out Chelsea 3-0, sending Chelsea back down into the depths. We look ahead at the relegation zone, the rest of the Champions League, Europa. We have so much to talk about, so little time. And of course, we're going to talk about next week of the Premier League season. And of course, I am never alone. I am joined by... Mr. Gerrard Jr., yep. the man who has Stephen Gerrard boots, the same ones that he slipped over and cost his team the title all those years ago. Did he exaggerate? The man from Anfield himself. He's been, been there, yet. hasn't been there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Thanks. Kennedy, how are we doing today, buddy? Well. What a mixed week for you. It is a mixed week for me, you know. Um, the disappointing result from Saturday certainly, um, you know, recovered when uh, I watched the very pleasing game of where Sevilla... Beat Man United at Old Trafford, Nick, and uh, kicked them out of the Champions League. And uh, there's only two teams left, my friend, in the in the Premier League, which leaves for us, you know, we were here talking last week um, about how far the English game has gone yeah. um, in terms of the European stage. You know, maybe it just makes us think a, bit, a little bit twice about it. Yeah, that was it was a big it was a big two weeks for English football, and unfortunately. Um, the two teams especially, uh, United, I think, just completely bottled it. That's just me personally. I think Tottenham bottled it to a degree too. I think it's hard to bottle it against Juventus, and I think it's hard to bottle it against well, Barcelona. I wasn't bringing Chelsea into it. <laughs> but uh, um, I think besides, you know, 10 minutes. Mm, that's all you, you need. That's you what know, the good teams you, do. And all you needed was a goal and was back, you know, to the thing. And, but, yeah, Juventus uh, showed why they're one of the greatest teams. Oh, yeah. Great teams in Europe at the moment. But... No. That's exactly it. Yeah. We'll get we'll get into that more a bit later on, but Mickey, we'll get yes, to the Premier will. League as we always like we to will. do. Um, look, it's obvious we're going to start one one place and one place only. Yeah, let's get over and done with. Let's go to Old Trafford. Let's go to the, uh, the as as I've been told by many people, the tactical masterclass um, that Jose Mourinho put on. Yeah. And uh, just outworked Jurgen Klopp. That's uh, that's what I'm hearing from all the papers. That's what I'm hearing from everybody. But Michael, you was you were not there, but you were about as close as you could get without actually being there. Yeah, so uh, me and you ventured down for a bit at the start, um, yep. and, I, and I stayed for the game uh, down at the Imperial down at Melbourne, uh, Burke Street, across the road from Parliament House, I think it is, Nick? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, what a fantastic place, first of all. Uh, um, the most disappointing thing, I think, for me was the fact that I hadn't been there before. And um, for anyone in Melbourne, uh, I highly recommend, uh, as it's a Liverpool, uh, Manchester City and Tottenham supporters club, Nick. Yes, it, yes, it is. It's, um, it's also got, has it got any it's other? It's got Bayern as well. Um, Celtic, I think, maybe I think as well. Celtic as well. Yeah, they have all the jerseys out there. And um, I saw a Southampton jersey as well, so they yeah, might so even they do might those games. Like, it, it does a lot. And it, it was interesting because when, when I've been there a couple of times now and I remember thinking it was just a Spurs bar when you said, oh, we're going, I'm going to the Imperial for a Liverpool game. It's like, oh, sick, that'd be cool. Like, you know, Because it's a really yeah. good – the setup and everything like that is Perfect, isn't so it? well done for what it is, isn't it? Um, yeah, exactly right. And I, I – I had to kind of keep checking because I know I, I knew that you said the Tottenham bar was the Imperial, and then when I I, I did a bit of research in in the Liverpool supporters club and and all that kind of stuff, and uh, 
you know, because I'll, I'll watch mostly games, but you know, it's it's one thing watching it by yourself. It's another thing, you know, being at a bar and having a have been able to have a drink because all of those games are for us in Australia are you know, one two a.m. which is which is fine. And sometimes on on Mondays, Tuesdays. Yeah, so I, you know, I'll push to make those ones. I don't think. I don't yeah, think I'll quite get there. But difficult, difficult. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I took the leave. I was there for for, for the whole game, uh, but. 20 minutes after, you know, most of Liverpool supporters had left after that. It was a pretty disappointing result. But, yeah, so me and my cousin were there for the game. And and I, and I was just talking to a couple of locals that um, that go there, you know, most weeks. So, you know, started a small conversation. And they think it's a – like they said it was a fantastic bar, you know, in most weeks and they get a good turnout. Um, for me, this was just – it was awesome. It was literally yeah. awesome. An hour before kickoff, the, the chance were going and, and it was rocketing. And it, you know what um, – as I said just before, like there's one, it's one thing watching a game, you know, with yourself or with a mate, but when you're in an atmosphere like that, it, it really um, intensifies and, and and gave me a much more enjoyable experience. You know, even though we did loss, um, I, I thought I thought it was a fantastic night. It was one of those things where like I had to leave because I had a gig on, and uh, realistically, when I was leaving, I was like, ah, damn, I kind of, in a way, I kind of wish I could stay. stick around. I, yeah, I actually said that. The didn't atmosphere you? was really cool, and it was um, it, like I'd love to see you know because obviously it's a, such a big game, big you know, biggest rivalry in the league, basically. Yeah. Um, it's it would be interesting to see how much they get for the other Liverpool games, like yeah, man, I a, think... a Liverpool Swansea. It's, it's inter- just for the like just to see what the number comparison. Yeah, is. yeah. I, obviously, it would have been you know. Uh, a bit more numbers, but you know, I was talking to a few people and they said the numbers are normally pretty good, you know, most weeks. So, yeah. um, I'd highly recommend I'd put I'd give it a nine out of ten. And yeah, the one out of ten was missing because we lost. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> and we're gonna blame the bar for that, but, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have to, yeah, we have to, well, we have to blame someone, we're but blame someone. it was it was a fantastic experience. And I highly recommend to anyone who's a supporter of any of those teams, even just a football fan in Melbourne area, to check it out because it is really, um. It's really well set up, and yeah, you get to meet some good people there. And I, I had a ball. Onto the game, but Mickey, yes. um, disappointing for Liverpool. You know, you came in with such high hopes. You know what? The the, uh, the amount of Liverpool that were at the bar convinced me to put fifty dollars worth of bets on for a Liverpool victory. I had twenty dollars on for a two-one Liverpool win, yeah, and uh, thirty dollars yeah. on for uh, for just a straight-up victory. And um, I felt like the Liverpool fans sold me short, and they sold me up the river here. But yeah, what you saw the whole game? I've seen yeah. it. I've watched it back since, but live and um, in in person, how was it? It was difficult to watch at some stages. Um, we had so much possession, so much seeing, but you know, once those two goals went in, they shut up shot. Rashford was clinical. Um, yep. I think, you know, people. I look back at that game, and you know, to be honest, if it had to happen again, like for sake of Trent as Arnold, he'll learn from that. It was a. I thought it was a perfect matchup, to be honest. Him, them two together, the two young England players, and they're they're they both got big futures ahead of them um, yep. in the game, not only for club but country as well, and not. I think Rashford just showed that he's had he's got a bit more experience in those kind of um, games. Uh, first goal, you know, the, for the for it to happen twice for us in the first you know twenty or so minutes, um, a long ball from the keeper coming off the head of Lukaku. Lukaku did well to assist, but um, especially the first one, Rashford was just awesome. He just turned a um, little bit of a click back into inside of the. Um, square um, sold Alexander Arnold. He, he was a bit off footed and just put into the corner, and it was it was deadly. Yeah, wasn't it? it was. It was. It was a really great finish. Um, I think Arnold kind of was not naive, but he was a bit. He committed it, too much. I think. Yeah, I think, was, I, think the, I think the moment of the game kind of um, the occasion. Up, yeah, the occasion caught up with him, and I, I think uh, Rashford was. He just had that little bit uh, cool ahead, and um, 
yeah, the finish was there was no keeper saving that. Second goal was a bit lucky, lucky you know, a bit yeah. of a uh, just kind of a deflection that came out, and yeah, unfortunately, I think Van Dyke tried to clear it or something like that, wasn't it? Or defending, it? do you think? It's, he, it's got, he got to the challenge, but didn't he? Uh, Sanchez, I think it was Sanchez running through from a Lukaku ball again. Yeah. Um, Lukaku, oh, oh, big props to Lukaku. I thought Lukaku played a big game. He, 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 he played a big part in he it, yeah. beast, He beasted it. Who's on Lovren, basically. Yeah, Lovren. I think Lovren was a targeted man. Why wasn't Van Dyke going to I think, Lukaku? So, like, all I could think is probably that Lukaku would have flooded to the Lovren area. I think, you know, that would have been a target at the start of the game. Yeah. You know, Lukaku was playing as a centre forward. You know, those long balls are probably going to be aiming out to the slot, whichever slot Lovren was going to find himself on. So, yep. you know what I mean? It's, and, if you know, if Van Dijk starts going to Lukaku, it opens up half the defence. So I think, you know, that's the that's the only thing I could think of. But yeah. Um, after, the, after those two goals, it was always going to be very difficult. I felt Liverpool had a lot of possession and a lot of intent, but, you know, uh, Firmino, Mane, Salah, they weren't pretty quiet. They were pretty well held. Um, Ashley Young de- definitely did um, a real good job on, on Salah. Kept him very quiet. I just feel like he had no space every time he got the ball. It's the first time, well, I'm not going to say all season, I'm sure he's had a couple of quiet games, but it's the first time in a long time that Salah has had nothing, no effect on it. And it was yeah. very it was very like, very like shocking to see because like, you know, I was watching bits and pieces on my phone while I was in between uh, sets and the gig. And um, I was just seeing all these Facebook comments, and I'm thinking, oh shit! Like you know, Salah's having a bit of a quiet one. It must be in trouble for Liverpool because they need him firing to win yeah. these big games. Yeah, well, he, he was pretty quiet. I think his game was summed up in the last shot of the game. Um, the ball, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ball, for sure. Ball was skyrocketed into the uh, into the square, and he volleyed it and just put it into the stands. So, you know what? Like, it was a disappointing game, but I, you know, I learned two things about this game. Or you know, one main thing is. These two teams have got two completely styles of play. Yeah, of course. And I hundred yeah. and, I, and I, not that we already knew that, but just by the way, you know, Manchester United played at Old Trafford. That's you know, in that whole, whole second half, uh, for one, just being so defensive. Um, and and Liverpool, you know, they wanted to win the game. It's just unfortunate that um, you know those first two goals went in. It could have been a completely different story. I did notice like the one thing that did pop out to me that United did seem to attack early. You know, before yeah. the, obviously before the first goals, or the two goals went in, they, uh, they could they, have had a, yeah. they could have had a third. Like I think Sanchez yeah, Mart- had an over. Yeah, Matter, no, Matter, Matter yeah. yeah, Matter. Sorry, yeah, he had a, had a had a real good. I didn't think he realised how much time he had. Nah, exactly. Yeah, if he if he takes that takes one touch for it, it's three nil really, and it's and, yeah. it's and it's game over straight away. Um, I you know it's it's very interesting. First, it was, you know, again, Taylor two halves, and like you know, it's, it's crazy how football works in that sense because you know they were they were so attacking, they looked so good united, and Liverpool really didn't look like they were going to make that breakthrough. And even yeah. when they got the goal, yeah, it was it was an own goal. Like, you know, it was yeah, very yeah, exactly. it was a very lucky one. So it was just interesting to see like this um Liverpool kind of their attack for come, the f- on, come on sack a little bit. Yeah, for the first time in a few months that they've like you, you've looked at it and gone, Oh wow, Liverpool can be held pretty easily like not easily, but like if they if you stick to your defensive uh, strategies and you uh, and stick to your lines, you can hold this attack. Yeah, and exactly right. And I, I did say to a few people, um two things that you know, one, Mourinho always seems to get sorry, get the result against us. Yep. I think Every time, like, you know, even when he was back at Chelsea, um, he just knows how to beat us, to be honest. And we haven't been able to crack him yet. And, um, you know, we've got to try to figure that out if we're going to have any chance against United in the future. Um, two, as I said to you, I said, we need the first goal. Yep. And it didn't happen. And I, and I was very fearful once the first goal for United went in. Um, 
because I think a whole a lot of our game depends on the fact that we get, make that breakthrough. Yeah. Um, and when we make that breakthrough, we could have taken them three 0 But unfortunately, it just wasn't happening. It didn't happen for us today and uh, this week. Sorry, and yeah. Two one, but you know we move on next week, and we and we, and we just look to, to to cement top four now. I think. Yeah, well, that that's exactly it. It'd be um, it's, you know, there's not another question to get a, uh, to finish above United, but it's going to be a bit more difficult. Um, yeah. as as of course it would be. Um, you know, they go down to fourth, but you know, Spurs Spurs got a couple of tough games the next few weeks, so there's always. Yeah, I think or, we've only got, we've got Chelsea left, and that's it for us. Yeah, we got Chelsea and City in the next few, uh, and, and I think United have City and someone else. They've yeah, got... United have City for sure, and so yeah, there are there are some tough fixtures out there, and there's there's points to be dropped. And there's points to be won there, and again, you know, it's a critical time of the season for a team like Liverpool. Who, if it was last season or the season before, especially, you'd expect them to drop points left, right, and centre. But it doesn't seem like it's going to happen this season. They're really they've turned yeah. that kind of corner. Which I'm is just good. I'm just hoping that it doesn't happen. Uh, I don't know if you remember midway through the season where we had a loss and then we, you know, one loss turned into three. And, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, I just hope it doesn't. You know, we learn from that mistake, and uh, we can we can steer the ship pretty quickly. And it'll be very important to get three points against Watford this week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll move on, but Mick, yeah, uh, move on. Newcastle three over Southampton nil. Uh, massive, K- massive win. Kennedy, a uh, beautiful finish off the chest. I love anyone who can put it off the chest and uh, and finish off a goal. It's yeah, something some very. Uh, it's just about as good Class. as a, a nice little header. I just something about the the chest yeah, and the head. I just like it. It's, it's a dying art form, Mickey, and people who do it are always finding a good spot in my heart. But a uh, huge win for Newcastle and a pretty devastating massive loss. Six pointer, yeah. which, which ended the uh, the reign of Pellegrini too. Yes, um, he got sacked. This week, and new manager comes in, Mark Hughes, um, former Stoke manager, former Man City manager. Um, I think this is a good appointment, believe it or not. I, th- I think that you know, yeah, Southampton side isn't a side that should be in the relegation fight, and they've made the change one point above relegation, so they're not in that spot yet. But you know, this could go anyway, and I, I think they've made the they've made the change as late as it is. I, I thought they probably gave Pellegrini a little bit too much time. Yeah, um, but. You know what? I'll give Southampton the due. They they stuck with their manager to see if he could work it out, and I think it was the time to let it go. You know, with eight games left, um, you need you need yeah, that kind of wins. you need that kind of uh, honeymoon period for a new manager just to get he a win, or, just one. a yeah, win definitely. or two. And all he needs is a win. Like if he gets two wins in the next three or four games, man, that puts him in a nice, a better does, position. What it is because right now they have a really tough run home as well. Yeah. Southampton, they, yeah, they, they, do. they don't they have, have yeah, it's real they tough. don't have many places where they lot, can win and, points. And a lot of the games they play is away. I'm pretty sure yeah, exactly in, in against the lower league team. They teams. are they are really going to be in a, in a tough time. So it is, is a huge few weeks for them. But uh, but. Yeah, huge yeah, win, huge yeah, win. For it's, Newcastle. A, it's a massive win for Newcastle. It puts him in the thirty-two, five points from the drop. Um, yeah, Rafa Benitez just keeps working wonders, doesn't he? And these loan signings, you know, it's good to see Kennedy. Um, you know, he, he on the Chelsea list, he, he never really got a go. Um, yeah, and, and it's kind of one of the you know a classic kind of thing that you know these young players. It makes me wonder what if they want to go to Chelsea anymore. You know what I mean? Like if you see how many like how many succeed compared to failures that get loaned. Out, you know, five or six times. Yep. Um, the ratio is probably, you know, five to one. Yeah, very true. Yeah. It you know, is, yeah. So, and a lot of young, talented kids go there, and, and unfortunately, they don't find it there. So, you know, Kennedy's taking his opportunity. Matt Ritchie scores again, too. So, 
Uh, this was a fantastic win for Newcastle, not only for the points, but for goal difference as well, because it could really come down to this in the final games. It really could, and like you know, they they get the win and they're up to uh, what thirteenth, and yet they're uh, they're only a couple of you know weeks away from being back down in that relegation battle if results go against them. So you know, it, it, yeah. is, it shows how close it all is yep. still. Yeah, uh, we'll move on. But Mickey Arsenal three over Watford nil. Uh, pretty stock standard win for the old Arsenal. It's good to see it. Well, good not, to see the win well, not, yeah. not really good, but you know, they're good for them to uh, see them get back on the winners list. Uh, look, I'm just, I'm looking at the table right now, Mickey, and I know you know we're uh, you know it's a, it's probably a long shot. Is there any chance of them getting anywhere near the top four? They're a fair way off. No. Do you think they? Do you think they're after 12, they're twelve points after results that have happened today as well? 12, our last couple of weeks. Do, points, you, do you think that they could win every game and you know one team, a couple of teams go capitulate and away they go? Or oh, you never know. You never know. It take a lot. I think. Arsenal seem to put two or three results together, including the Europa League overnight, which they got through. They beat Milan. Yep. Um, but I just don't think like there's going to be another shock result soon. I, I yeah, for sure. See, yeah. You know what I mean? I, just, I think they're a team that's just kind of on the on the wayward. And um, but it was nice to see Mkhitaryan and Aubameyang linking up again. Aubameyang scoring again. He's finding some form, this guy. And it, well, yeah. he didn't take like he's like he had one one game where he missed it. Uh, penalty against City and he didn't score against Spurs but he got no service but he's hit the ground running I'd say and Mkhitaryan's found the net again twice um, in the last couple of days once in the Europa League and do you think that um, yeah. do you think Mkhitaryan is kind of on the way of uh, turning into a bit of a downhill skier bit of a flat track bully nah I he, think he has that a it's, bit, it's a bit early to say it is I know but he's not, the only games he's really played well at is the games that he is playing these lower teams like you know he, he had the uh, the massive game against like Everton and just destroyed them and like that was I think that was his first or second game for us or whatever I was like oh man this guy's so good then he came up against Spurs, did nothing, and then he came up against had a bit of a tough couple of weeks. But I, I think too it's going to be a lot, a lot to do with the tactics. You know, yep. when, it, when is Arsenal ever gone attacking against the lower teams, oh, the higher teams? I mean, like they did not do anything against Tottenham. Yep. They didn't even look like scoring except for that last play, bit of the day. Yeah, true, very so, true. So for me, um, for me, yeah, I just don't see um, where the service is coming for him when when the big games are and. You know, he can only go off the games where he's getting service, and the, and these seem to be the games at the moment. And he seems to be doing all right. He, I think the three balls to Aubameyang, definitely in this game, was was you know, he's, they they just got a um a connection, don't they? They do, players. yeah. And you, you can tell they played together before. Yeah, and they enjoy you know helping each other out. So um, this is a decent win for Arsenal, but you know. For now, they you know they've just got to go week by week. I think and yeah. just take the results as they come. And they got to fight off the uh, the boys in Burnley because Burnley for top six is still a thing. Um, yeah, over the, yeah over the, it definitely is across the road to uh, Tottenham. Uh, you took a pretty easy win on Bournemouth. Went behind early, so it was good to see them. Um, you know, against a bit of pressure, especially after the Juventus loss for them yep. to kind of you know. I tell you what, when I was watching, I'm thinking, oh shit, this is it. This is where it's all going to turn this season. Yep. And um, you know, to their credit. Put put their uh, you know backsides up, heads down, bum up kind of thing, uh, yep. and put Sonny, them... Sonny on the double again. Yeah, Sun's having Sun's having some kind of few miles, man. He's had he's had a great season. Like he's uh, yeah, he's been fantastic. He's he's a very good player. Nick Son um, is in line to do his two years national service for the army. He's been he's been in line to do this for a few years now. I've heard I've heard this, this rumor has been come up ever since he's come to Spurs, and they reckon uh, from what I hear, I've heard and, he can get a pass. Yeah, I've heard that they they do postpone these for these kind of careers, and they can postpone until after he's retired. That's yeah. the thing. It's a very, it's such a crazy thing, isn't it? Like yeah. in, in 2018, that that could be actually a problem that could come up. Imagine if that happened. Imagine if that happened to like you know happened real soon with Kane out, and then Sun was out, and then it was like, well, yeah, we got, we, 
no can we get can we get Jansen back? So yeah, so Nick, um, Harry Kane, ankle injury. Apparently four weeks. Four weeks. That could be really damaging season. It really could. It could, yeah, for sure. It, it's a it's a tough one. Any time you lose the best player in your team, uh, it's going to be tough. But you know, it's it's. Nick, let it, me ask you this, but sorry, Nick. Okay. With Harry Kane out, um, would you uh, contemplate the idea of playing Sun as the forward? No, we've done that before and it didn't work too well. I think it worked. We started it last year and we tried it, and at the start it worked well. Well, with no Harry Kane there? Yeah, we were, at the start it worked really well. Uh, Sun was, you know, kind of scored a few nice ones. And because you've got Lucas now that can. We do have Lucas, and which is a good one. Um, I, I don't know if they want to go with the stock of Lorente. I don't know if that's what they really want. Well, I'd love to see Lucas one side, Sun one the other side, and Lorente just kind of knocking in the head. Like, you know, almost you know, being, could, what, that center forward kind that of. Center forward, like a dual kind of thing. And, yeah. And, and and for me, I think Son and um, Lucas putting balls to him would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It'd be good to. It'd it'd be, be good it's to a see. different. It's a different um, game plan. It's a whole different. You know. Yeah. It, uh, strategy you guys can use to score goals, and I think it'd be quite, quite effective. Uh, Mickey's burping up yeah, a no, storm right now. Though. Can't get his Sorry. can't keep his subway down. Um, but yeah, it could be very very well. Um, very good point, really. But um, you know, it's good to see uh. Oreo have a good game. Yeah, he had played a, all right, didn't he? Yeah, played really well. Um, Dele Alli scoring again, which is good. He scored, I, I think it's like his third or fourth year, he scored over you know 10 goals for the season. So he started... Which is a very good return. For, sorry, we forget he's like 21, 22. Yeah, exactly. It's funny how we always say he's like, I think, you know, we are... I think last year I was saying like halfway through, I'm like he's having an average season. He ends up with like 22 goals over, across all competitions. And yeah. now this year he's going to probably end up towards the 15 to 17. Like it's a good, it's a good output really yeah. um, for a player who apparently is useless. So <laughs> he's a we do, we do talk, we do talk shit about Dali Ali, but <laughs> he does um, at the best of times, but yeah, he does put him away uh, when sometimes when he needs him. Um, yep. Moving on, but Mickey. Nick, yeah. Uh, Chelsea two Palace one this week. Um, William, how important is this guy? He had another really good game against uh, Barcelona this morning, which they, they did lose. But this guy just seems to be the guy that's dragging Chelsea out. You know, he, he he's a star. And he'd be one of the players for PFA of the year if, if they were doing better, I reckon. Yeah, William's something else, isn't he? He's uh, look, he, he showed how good he was a couple of seasons ago, didn't he? Like yeah. when, when And it seems to be when Chelsea are struggling, this is the guy who stands up. This yeah, is it, it really like, does, yeah. and it's 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 so weird when when everything's going well. William is like you know he's a good player, but you know it seems like everyone else seems to just like rise up, and you know Hazard gets all the attention, or like you know Costa would when uh, when he was there. And uh, sure- I think it's to uh, to a degree that the fact that you know when the when it's all going well, everyone's more than happy to have a good game. It, it kind of like he could be having the same game, but you know because there's players playing so good around, him, it probably gets unnoticed as much. But yeah, probably you know. When the chips are down and you find out who your real deal players are, this guy's probably as good as anyone. He is. He um he's somebody that I think a lot of teams would look at and uh, kind of be like, you know, what do we need? And you need a bit of pace. You need a bit of grit behind him because like, there's not many players who stand up in these games when like all these time periods where teams are going down. A lot of them yep. they they fall by the wayside. Most Start players do. Other clubs. And yeah, they, like, and they, fall, they want the easy way out. I think a lot of I think a lot of clubs would be stupid not to look at someone like William and go, like, you know what? If he if he starts to get put on the bench again once you know players start coming back in and he doesn't he doesn't start many. Why wouldn't you go for him? Like he's worth, he is worth his weight 50. in gold. He's worth a lot of money. I don't know if he's worth, probably is worth 50, really. I, 50. I, I think he would be. Sigerson yeah. went for 50. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So if you put that in how crazy, how crazy is that in, yeah. in, when you think about that? But uh, yeah, he's worth a lot of money, but he's worth his weight in gold, really, isn't he? He yeah, is definitely. absolutely, he's, he's an absolute superstar. Um, 
Palace, you know, like they've they've had a tough run. They've had a really tough run. They've had to go against. And Spurs. they play okay in these big games. Yeah. They just can't get the result. Spurs United, um, Chelsea, like again, we said this last week, but if they keep playing the way they're playing, I, I look, I, I hope they stay up because I do like Palace. I mean, Palace yeah. are a good team, and I think their fan base is really good. I like yeah. Salhurst is a really good. I, fan I think team. yeah, it's a, it's a it should be an established Premier League team to be honest. Exactly. Uh, but moving on, but Mickey yep. City to Stoke nil, Silver with the double. Yeah. Um. Yeah, look, City just kind of continue on their merry way. They're not too far away from taking the league completely. I think. They yeah, can... I think they're two games away. Manchester United, they can win it. At... Is it really? Yeah. Wow. So That'd be what, cool. watching this game, it was such a stock standard thing. It's, it's like Stoke kind of rolled over before. Yeah. Um, they scored. Silver scored the first goal. Um, Jadon Jakiri, he has to go at the summer. Surely, surely, this guy is the only one that's shot any. It's kind of like a William kind of thing. Yeah. Probably, you know. <laughs> He's playing, been playing good football, but it just seems to think that you know, if Soka ever going to do anything, it's going to be through Shakiri. He's yeah. the only man that tries to make something. Um, he's the only man, you know, you know, going forward and looks like dangerous on the attack. Um, but for in large parts of the game, it looked like Stoke just kind of accepted the loss. And after the first goal went in, it just become a real playing game, to be honest. And um, Silver's second goal. And it was all over for, for City, and um, unfortunately for Stoke, they're finding themselves deeper and deeper in trouble. There, um, yeah. What, where do you think Shakiri would would suit if you had to like, you know, he's not going to go into a top six team. I don't think he's up to that standard. I think he is. You think he's up? You're going to be able to start. He could be a squad player. He'd be, do you reckon he'd want to be a squad player after being the main man at well, Stoke? I don't know. He he was a squad player at Bayern Munich. Don't forget. Yeah, he, he was. He, yeah. He's won. You know, he's won most trophies there. Um, you know, probably a lot. As you said, like. Squad being a squad play, you know, he probably went to Stoke to be the star man. So it'd be interesting to see what you do. I reckon somewhere like a Leicester, yeah. I think he'd be really good. I was going to um, say the exact same Everton thing. Everton, even I reckon he'd play Everton. Yeah, I'd be. I reckon uh, that, that kind of range is perfect. He's for got him. the um the trump card too of a lot of players, the left footer. You yeah, know what I mean it's a massive, great, massive great finisher, like a really very good finisher, finisher. And, and doesn't get many opportunities some like some games, and he takes nah, them. Like, yeah, exactly right. Puts away some screamers every year too. He's a good highlight reel, and he's uh, a physically strong player. Um, you know, one on one of the ball, he's very hard to push off, even though he's stocky small. bastard. Yeah, he is, and um, I think he he'd be like I'd love him at Liverpool. I wanted him at Liverpool before he went to Stoke, to be yeah. honest. So, um, you know, if they go down, he will, he'll not be going to the championship. Surely, good God, not I a man not. of his pedigree. But, oh, please no. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's much more to say about this game. City moved closer to the title, which is we all know about, and um, you Stoke have a lot to answer for. But yeah, Huddersfield Swansea. <laughs> zero zero, Nick. Do you want? Do you, do do you want we, to know the stats? I don't. Do I really want to? Yep. Okay, you do okay, want to know stats. Me. So, Huddlesfield at eighty-one percent possession. Really, eighty-one. Uh, do you want to know how many shots uh, Swansea had? None. Zero. Had zero shots. Not that's not on target. Why that's zero so shots. defensive? Do you want to know how many uh, shots Huddlesfield had? Thirty. Thirty shots. Only four on target. Hit the woodwork twice. They had, they got a red card early. I think um, Swansea. So they that's I think that's why the defensive. But it, it's, oh, they got the draw, I guess. They got the draw. They got they had a uh, Jordan Ayew now got red card eleven minutes in. Yep. And um, from there, Swansea just went shut up shop. I've never I've never like seen a result like a nil all result be that one sided. It was ridiculous. Like, yeah, I, it's crazy, isn't it? It's it's quite special almost. Like you know, is it from, almost like it's impressive? Portable to Swansea that they held out a, not don't. Like, didn't let in a goal? 
They are strong defensive sides. Ones they are. They are hard to break down, and um, some teams have found it very tough to break them down throughout the year. Some yep. good teams. Um, so, yeah, like they, they, you've got to give some kind of credit to them. I wouldn't give too much because no, <laughs> because, I'm not, don't worry, I'm not. because I think that no team should go out and play that way. But oh, yeah, is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, Nick, yeah, Everton two, Brighton zero. Um, <laughs> I've wanted to say this all night. Bong with the own goal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's his name. I'm, I'm really not taking the piss. That's his actual name. I know. I know. Um, and Tuzon, he, he scored again this week. Yep. Looking good. Starting to kick some goals. You know, um, the best man. I, I was a little bit um, of a critic of this guy coming coming to Everton in January. I hadn't heard too much about him. I haven't seen too much of him. Um, and it just kind of felt to me this was this probably wasn't the kind of striker that they needed. It just didn't seem quick enough or anything. But um, his finish on the weekend was good. Um, scored midweek. Um, you know, maybe he's starting to find his feet. And and a lot of these times, some of these players turn into the gems. You know, we we yeah. talk about in two years, two or three years time. What a signing! You know, it reminds me of Suarez. You know, back at, you know when Liverpool bought him from Ajax. Yeah. No one knew anything about him. So. Um, it shows yeah. how good these scouts are, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like it we, does. They they pull these players out, and you know, as a fan, you kind of go, "Oh, please, please!" I'm like, you know, I think a lot of fans just kind of like try and YouTube their highlight package, and you know, all the, all the highlight yeah. packages look good for obvious reasons. But um, you know, for someone to come up and you know, be kind of making a good good impact on the uh, the Everton team who really needed a, yeah. an impact yeah. for them. So yeah, there is a lot of positive uh, positive signs for Everton considering they've had such a disappointing year. Yeah. Um, but they are, you know, they're putting away points. They're not going to get relegated. They're they're pretty much, you know, they're one win away from that forty point mark. I think and, they are forty points now. Are they are forty yeah, points? Yeah. Oh no, sorry, one win away. They're one win away. Yeah, so they're, they're not too. Uh, they're yeah. They're I think thirty seven will be enough, but they're going to get more points before the end of the season. Yeah, I'd, you'd imagine so. And they're, they're sitting pretty comfortable. They, they get over, they got over that initial scare of the season, but I think um, after that it was too it was too little too late to make any push for any kind of. Um, Europa League spots or anything like that. So um, for Everton, I think they'll take this season as, you know, let's get safe, let's get eighth or ninth um, or seventh even and just yeah. kind of move on, I think. That's what the best thing for them to do. Yeah, they could get their covered seven spots still. That's a crazy thing. They're only six points off. And if they if they come home with a bit of a storm... I wonder, do they play Burnley before the end of the year? Uh, they might. I don't know. I know. I'm, I know that. All I know is Everton play West Ham. That's all I know. They play last round. And yeah. honestly, by the look of the table now, that might. Not I'm, almost ready. I'm almost going to give you your money. Yeah, for that pineapple. I'm ever excited for that pineapple. Uh, moving on, but actually, yep. no, first I'm Brighton. Just uh, they, you know, they've had a few good games. Uh, they'll t- they'll kind of have to take what they um they have to take these kind of losses every now and then. Oh, yeah, they've been playing real good football at the moment, and they're only six points from the forty as well. That's that's really exciting. That's really good for Brighton. I think that they're yeah you know, they'll get that. I'm I'm pretty confident they'll get through. Which is good, um, although you know that's crazy. Who, who thing would happened. you who would you rather go th- be safe, Huddersfield or Brighton? Look, my Aaron Moy FC love goes to Huddersfield, but I really, I really, I really like I Brighton really as like, well. I really like Glenn the Murray's way. been in fantastic form, enough to get um, considered in the England squad too, which is you know it's, it's, a, great it's, it's a great achievement for him. I think it's great though. He's Colombian. Pardon. No, I know, but he's playing playing well. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, he's like, playing well. I know he's Colombian. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you meant like, is he getting a call up to England? Look, he squad? should get a call up to the England squad, but uh, that's okay. Oh, you fool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like they're they're doing well, and yeah, look, hope, let's be honest, Mickey. Let's hope they both survive. Yeah, that'd, that'd yeah, be the great. Yeah. That'd be the perfect result. West Brom, Leicester. Oh, Rondon every now and then puts away a nice goal, which he did really nice finish, and um, then Leicester just kind of took him to pound down. That's what that's kind of what happened, isn't Vardy's it? Vardy's volley. 
It, it was it was classic Leicester, wasn't it? Um, he's one of the best finishers in the league. Like he he is so. You know why good. he's so good, Nick? I, I, he's decisive. He doesn't. Um, there's no uh, second thought. I, I think the one thing I've noticed about Jamie Vardy is he will get a clear cut chance, and there's there's no um, I'd say smart ass or you know tr- tricks to his sh- his shooting. Definitely one on ones. He just picks a corner and puts it there, and he puts everything into it. Either whether you know if it needs a bit of. You know, a light touch like he's one on the weekend of the folly, or he needs to just blast the past the keeper. And every time he just just so decisive, and it makes it so hard because the keepers, you know, probably have an idea where he's going to go, but stopping it's another idea. I don't know if there's any other striker in the league that would have taken that first time. I think every other person would have tried to take a touch because it was just such the the actual level of difficulty in that strike is oh, ridiculous. It's one like, it's one yeah. of my favorite goals of the season because of how hard that would have been to watch that ball come over you and hit the, that first and time the thing is, is ridiculous. There's a certain amount of time where his eyes couldn't possibly be watching the ball. No, no. I think from where a play got past his head to his foot. There's no way he could have turned his head and watched the ball that whole way onto his foot. And to actually play, so like it's just it's just that goal scorer instinct. And it is. not not yeah. not every player has it. It's a clinical. lot of strikers don't have that. A yeah. lot of strikers struggle to like, you know, they have this, you know, when they're one on one they can have it, but when they in that split second they don't they get mixed up or they don't know where the goals are. Vardy is someone who always knows where it is. Opposite and that was too. that was a re- yeah, that was, yeah, exactly. And that was a rewind to, you know, through his uh, their title winning season. That yeah. like it was a bit of a flashback to that because he hundred that percent. Well that's what so I was good. I was actually gonna say that too. It reminded me of that title-winning season where yeah. um, everything he touched turned every, it <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the ball was from Mara's as well, and that you know those two are finally he did score again. Um, yeah, you know, Iannaccio scores as well. It's been a long time since he found the back of the net. Yeah, he's really struggled this year. And Abora scored in the 93rd minute. West Brom good as gone, Nick. Yeah, they're gone. They're I, I, seven points behind 19th. So. They've got no hope, and I think... They need, um, they need to win at you, least three games, and do think, I don't um, see him getting it. No, no, 100% not. Um, I don't. Yeah, I couldn't imagine them winning three games for the rest of the year. Um, do you think they should have got rid of Pardew a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I think I think we're calling for it, weren't we? Like we kind of... I don't, I don't know. It, you know, manager changed during the year already once. Um, Tony Pulis, you know, when he left, they were out of the, the zone, and now, you know, <laughs> they've got what they wanted. They, cha- they wanted to change their manager, Nick. Yeah. And you know what? I feel little sympathy for the fans because, you know, you had a guy that, you know, results weren't going his way, but he's he knew how to stay in the Premier League. And the team were floating all right. You know what I mean? They were getting there. They will getting there. Yeah. You know, they had their, you know, there a lot of draws and played a lot of defensive, but they were getting the points. But uh, they've it, been a very downhill side since it, then. It's almost like the, um, the board and everyone was just looking at every other team getting new managers and having that spike. Uh, with the new manager coming in, yeah, and they're like, yeah. "Oh well, you know, maybe." I don't maybe think Alan was the man to do that. If um, no, no way, no way. I think the other thing too is uh, they might have held on to him for this long because they might be prepared to go down. Uh, I yeah. think Alan Pardew would be probably a good guy to get him out um, next year. So, you know, how long have they been in the Premier League? It's a long time. Yeah. It seems like forever. Like I can't remember the last time they were out of it. Well, they were, you know, they were known as an established team, weren't they? Yeah, they were, and they were. You know, growing up, they were just always a team in there. Yeah. <laughs> just it's one of those things. Like when I used to buy my first Fifas, they were in there. Like yeah, you know, like, yep. West yep. Brom, West Ham. <laughs> but speaking of, Nick, what yeah, a great, speaking what a, of, what a great little segue. Um, West Ham nil, Burnley three. This was an alarming day for West Ham Football Club in general. Forget the result. I think um, 
you know, there were scenes at the London Stadium with protesters outside the front, forcing the owners to leave Nick at some stage. Um, they had guys running onto the field. Pretty security good. there is absolutely pathetic, isn't it? It's ridiculous. But you know the contract. Okay. Do you know the contract for that security company? No. What is it? Thirty years. Thirty years. They signed a thirty-year contract with that security company. That's a long. That's a good wait. That's a, they must have good faith in that security company going into 30 that. Years, that's Nick, a long and, time. I, th- I don't know if they're maybe rethinking that right now um, because the, the time that it took for guys to run out onto the field to get those guys, that, you know, the streakers, Mark Nobody already speed tackled one of them. By yeah, the exactly. He was, he was about to put him in a camel clutch and make him tap out. <laughs> um, Nick, what do you think? I think the people running onto the ground, I just think, like, your team, if your team's 3-0 down or whatever they were down at some, that, that stage, yep. you know, Forget the owners. Your team's trying to win a game of football, and to to most of the West Ham's for West Ham fans' credit, they all most of them were against it. I'm pretty sure most of them got their head kicked in when they ran back into the stands. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think there's ever a good time to run on the field as a fan. I think you need to understand. After where you won a title. After, sorry, yeah, in a negative aspect. I, think, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think there's a way, there's no reason why Definitely it should be. Definitely not gameplay. There's nothing positive that can come out of it. That's And that's the way I think of it. Like, yeah. what, what, what is going to, when you run on the field, what are you expecting to happen? Like, realistically, all you want is a reaction. And whether that's from the players, the fans, or the um, or like the manager or whatever, you want a reaction. You want to get something out of them. You don't want a handshake. You don't want a hug. You don't want a photo. Like, it's not a happy moment. It's something that you're you're doing an yeah. on-field protest. And there's no, there's no need for that. I think and, that people should... Uh, Face some kind of ban or something like that for anyone who runs Probably on. if they find out who did it, they probably get, will get a ban. And um, he brought the bloody corner flag in the bloody middle. Yeah, well, that's middle. Exactly, yeah, that's yeah. true too. Um, I, I, thought, think, I thought he was going to stab Mark Noble with it at one stage. I think this is a pretty sad day for West Ham. I think their club's dying in front of them. Not dying, but you think of all the money that was promised for the transfers and and, yeah. and, and moving to this stadium was going to make. West Ham, the next big, you know, the next big step into English football, and it's been nothing but lies by um, John Gould, I think, and uh, I can't remember Sullivan. Yeah, their their board's been, um, and their higher ups have well, they've sold them down the river. Um, it was interesting because you know when they had all the fans protesting in front of them, one person threw a, I think it was a fifty p coin at them or whatever, fifty pen coin. That's kind of why security actually came up and had to like ask him to leave the other uh, the higher ups. They kind of went up to him like, you guys should leave because you know this could get ugly. Yeah, kind of thing. like it wasn't their decision to leave, but it's a really it's an uncomfortable position for everybody. I felt imagine, like imagine watching your, watching on TV, yeah. it was uncomfortable. Like, it, it, it is, and it, you know, it's a desperation act, I reckon, because. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys have lied to them. You know, like imagine your club being turned inside out yeah. because these guys are just after money and and you know, uh, they have the audacity to sit there with the fans with those games knowing that, you know, the money that they got from the bowling and all that kind of stuff. And they pay fuck all rent for that for that stadium. I Do think it's know? like $3 million. Really? Like something, something stupid. Like it's nothing. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny because you know I'm, we usually go on about Arsenal fan TV, but when they win, there's no fun in it. Uh, you're mostly on down to West Ham fan TV, which is like a it's like a little brother of it, and um, it's a pretty sorry sight right now. Like it really was. A lot of the people like they're not as entertaining, but they're very down on their luck. They're very um, you know, like people who have been there for a long, long time who just said they're just killing this club, and they feel like there's just this this toxic atmosphere when anybody's they're walking yeah. into the stadium, let alone the game hasn't even started. Yeah, and it rubs off on everything in the club too. Like you know, the bars before the game and yep. going into the stadium itself. You know, imagine going from the bowling down, which was a hostile. You know, one of the great stadiums in yeah. English football with the atmosphere that they had, and you know, blowing bubbles and all that kind of stuff, to going into this. Stadium that's not meant to play football. It's meant to it's see Olympic the athletics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's an Olympic stadium for a reason. It's not a football stadium. And um, 
I think a racetrack around any football stadium kills atmosphere. Yeah. It, I think Napoli is the only one that really gets away with it. It, it happens a lot in uh, Italian football, doesn't it? It seems to be um, like they, they seem to be the ones who have a lot of stadiums with the racetrack around. Yeah. It just doesn't do it. it doesn't do yeah. it for me, doesn't it? No, like, I hate it. I, like, I, sometimes Why don't it, they bring them in with seats? I don't know. I, maybe it's a cost thing. Maybe they know pitch invasions or something. I don't, like it's. There's probably a lot that goes into it, but it's a very strange scenario for me because I feel like there'd be a lot of money in those seats as well. On, yeah. the, on the, like people who want a really good spot. Like, well, yeah. I just think um, for for West Ham fans, I, I really sympathise because they got sold with the idea that this was going to take their club to the next level and. They've lost one of the great stadiums in English football. They've lost one of the great atmospheres. And, you know, you, you think of the signings that they've made. All loanees. Yeah. You know, besides oh, Anatovic. Um, you know. Anatovic, Zabaleta, yeah. Hart were the, only, were the three big ones. And, and, they were all, and like, two of them have failed. I, I was listening to a fan that actually ran into David Moyes and he, and he goes, you know, what's going on kind of thing. And he goes, he doesn't, they don't want to buy the players I want. I, I want a defensive midfielder, which is which is exactly what Billich wanted. It's like a defensive like midfielder. A so they got him a 36 year old right back in Evra. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, um, it's, it, yeah. it's, so it's just a bunch of lies, isn't it? It's incredibly, um, like they're trying, like we said, I said this at the start of the year, you're a bit more on the diff, like different side. Well, I was team Everton, you're team West Ham with the transfers, but, yeah. and we kind of both got it wrong, really. Yeah. And, totally we really, yeah. we really did. And, but like when I was looking at it, I was like, why are they buying these players who are well past their prime? Like they'll, they'll be good for a year or two, maybe. But then what happens? Like there's no long-term plan in who yeah. they're signing. And that's, you know, like I, you know, I don't like comparing it to like Spurs because I'm biased and I go for Spurs. But like we buy these young players because we want them for a long amount of time yeah. or we can improve their value. So when we sell them, we're making a profit. Same with Liverpool. Do the exact same thing. Yep. West Ham have money. They do. They, they prove that they have money. And they're just not. They're not deciding. I want to run through um, really quickly. I know this really. I know. I know this well off the top of my head. The remaining fixtures. I'm going to tell you who they got. They're not going to get points from these following games. They will not beat Man City. They will not no. beat Man United. Is this West Ham? Yep. They, this isn't an order, but this is just the games that they got. They won't beat City. They won't beat United. They won't beat Chelsea. They won't beat Arsenal. They won't beat Leicester away from home. That leaves three games left. So they have Stoke at home, which isn't a gimme because Stoke are going to want points. They got Southampton at home. Isn't a gimme again. And then on the last day, they got Everton. Where cool. Those are the only three games they're going to get points They're going to play Everton twice. Oh, no, they're playing Leicester at home, yeah. They're the only yeah. three, they're three games that got any chance. And by the time Everton comes around, they could be down. They're, yeah, they're, yeah they're, They have got a really tough run. Them and Southampton. And that makes this Southampton-West Ham game so, so important. important. Yeah. It is so huge because yeah. both teams are going to want it. And I tell you what, if they were to lose, if they were to get done, because I think it's at, it's at London Stadium, that game, because they started off, they played a lot of games away from home. So they're finishing off a lot of home games. If they lose to Southampton at London Stadium... I can only imagine, like, you think the protests are bad now, it's going to get a hell of a lot worse. Yep. Yeah, definitely agree. What we'll do, but Mickey, we'll, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we're going to do Facebook's finest. Jamie Carragher did something very silly, and I want to talk about that. We're going to go through all the Champions League fixtures, and we're going to preview the, uh, the few games that are left for this week of the Premier League season. Yep, sweet. So, Nick, um, yeah, we're back for Facebook's finest. And uh, have you got a couple today, Nick? Yeah, i got three for you, Mickey. What do you, how many you got? Do you want me to start? Um, I can start for you if you want. There you go, buddy. Um, obviously, Liverpool Man United game had a thing and uh, a lot of the, the combined teams coming come through, which if anyone doesn't know, a lot of people just put their predictions on who's what's the best combined team. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, oh, no. These, one team for Sky fun. Sports Football, actually. Okay. 
Um, coming in with De Gea, Valencia, Smalling, Lovren, Robertson, Ox, Can, Pogba, Salah, Firmino, Sanchez. All right. Okay. So one of the questions was uh, one of the st- uh, the comments was Smalling and Lovren question mark. Now that's a nightmare central defensive partners <laughs> partnership that both Liverpool and United fans would be terrified of. Yeah, <laughs> that's so- that is something else, isn't it? What are uh, and Sanchez getting on instead of uh, Mane? Was it? Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. There's a few uh, like Ox getting on as well. Shows he's playing. He's playing well, but you yeah. know, interesting one. Ah, uh, you know, we always go on about attendance. You know, Arsenal's had a bit of a shitty attendance recently, Mickey. But it's better yeah. for for these lower league teams. These lower league or even these Sunday league teams. There's a team called us uh, Sewell Football Club, who uh, tweeted the following: Tonight's attendance was seven. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you for your continued support. <laughs> Hashtag SFC. And then someone asked, was, the, was there many traveling support included in that attendance up to Sewell or something like that? They said, too. And then they said, Lev, Leverhead, that's who they played, Leverhead, yeah. brought one. The rest of the crowd <laughs> was our support. So six well, that's, right. that's, that's right. not too bad. Uh, Nick, I can't tell you which country this is from, but uh, I thought it was a pretty great, smart idea. And... Um, They've made a poll, to, and this is to um, increase people throwing away their cigarette butts. Okay. So they've left one side with Messi, one side with Ronaldo, and they said, who's, who's a better? better player? That's a really good idea. And uh, they've left two cigarette holes, so people have been putting their uh, used cigarettes into which side who think who's the better player. Ronaldo winning by a mile, according to this poll. Really? Whereabouts is this? I don't know. Do we don't know that's, that's exactly what I said at yeah, the start. Yeah, well, sorry. I don't listen to what you say. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. That's uh, That'd be interesting to see where it actually is, probably outside of the, in the Madrid Stadium. Yep. Um, this one comes from uh, Sebastian uh, Kowalski from the uh, for our favourite yep. group, the Premier League banter group. Said, um, my mate from Manchester is looking for recommendations for a holiday abroad. Well, he said, you can't beat Sevilla this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Well done, well done. You got any more for me, Mickey? Uh, Nick, there was a, a photo of Ashley Young with a, a heat map on the um, on his on his left pocket. Oh no! And uh, it, it was the caption was Mo Salah's heat map. Oh, okay. Uh, for the first Man United, one of the comments was written. Uh, more like Ashley Young's bruise map from all his dives. <laughs> Not bad. He does do he does do a couple of cheeky ones. Ashley Young, he's known for that. Uh, my last one. This is all about you know um, if anyone did catch the Europa League today, uh, Arsenal got up over Milan three one. We'll talk about that a bit more in depth. One of the big talking points was uh, the Welbeck dive or or penalty, depending on which one you want to talk about, depending who you support. Um, they comments uh, give me sport uh, posted about it, and uh, Edor Hoyt said the following. People will uh, say Welbeck dived. Do you know how often the man falls over by just running with the ball? Yeah. <laughs> how are you expecting him to be balanced if he's uh, if he's being touched? Be understanding, boys. Which <laughs> is under- understanding for someone like Welbeck. He does fall over a lot. Uh, someone called Andrew Thompson got a bit excited, I think, Nick, yeah. this they, week. They always do, don't they? Uh, after Newcastle's win, and he uh, put a photo, posted a photo of Kennedy, the winger, Yep. It said, hands down, the best winger in this league. I did see, I did see that. I didn't even want to read the comments because I just felt like it was just going to be an absolute cesspool of shit. And Nick, uh, before we get, as we get into Jamie Carragher, I'll finish off with this one. Um, a lot of people have had their um, opinion on this one. One person that I probably thought the probably should have kept his uh, opinion to himself is Joey Barton. Oh, wow, okay. Giving, and he was giving tips on self-control, which <laughs> if anyone's ever seen Joey Barton play football... He's got none. So passionate, passionate Mickey. Passionate. <laughs> what about when he kicked the Guerrero in that game? Very passionate. passionate. I, I don't feel that passionate. <laughs> I call that him being a thug. So <laughs> in, in saying that, we'll, we will bring it up now. Um, on the way home from the Man United game, Jerry Carragher was filmed spitting at a car. Now, it says 
the caption is so well mixed, isn't it? it okay. The caption is spinning in a 13-year-old girl. The 13-year-old girl happened to be in the car of the man that he was spitting at. Yep. Which, you know, and she she was on his side, on James Carragher's side. So if the spit got in the car, it was getting in the it was getting on the girl. She's a mean United supporter. She deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, one thing. Funny that the the father was driving his phone on video, videoing Jamie Carragher. So you wonder how much it was said before it. Um, He has apologised. He has um, been temporarily stood down by Sky at the moment. Yep. Um, And you know he could be he could be sacked for for his actions. You know it wasn't a smart move in my opinion, but you know I think to be sacked is pretty harsh. Mm, Not really. I think he should be sacked. You're joking, aren't you? No, I'm not. <laughs> Why? If you're sp- there's there's a there's a certain way you need to conduct yourself when you are when like, you imagine Karen, how Karen much go- crap he would have copped on the way home from that game. I, you know, he, didn't he used what to? Do you, pl- didn't what he used you- to play? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> isn't it like is this the same person I'm thinking of who used to actually play for Liverpool? Yeah, seven hundred and something appearances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, but, uh, do you the ma- thing do you is, but, the, the, thing is, but the guy's literally. What is he like? He had, had, his win- he had his window. Window up. down, filming him. So what was he saying before that thing? It's so conveniently cut out before he, you know. It doesn't matter. You walk, no. you walk away. You walk away. Walk away from what? He's been chasing him down the highway. He's chasing him down. He's driving down the highway. Just sitting right next to him. That's okay. It's, what, it doesn't mean you can't be on the next to someone on the road. No, I, he doesn't lose a job over that. He That's should. Bullshit. It's, it's, it's no. ridiculous. No. It's ridiculous. Yeah, would you, you need- lose your job for spitting? Hell yeah! If I if I spat at a fourteen year old girl at my job, there is no the way, way. No, but you're not at your job. You're on his way home. It doesn't matter. Somebody filled me, and I have that stature, and I'm that character. I'm a figure. I'm you a pub, I am a public. I'm a character. Yeah, I am that public figure. That's nah. that, but that's the thing. Nah. I, I understand what you're saying. It was like, a mistake. He, wait, he made a mistake. It's a mistake, but it's you can imagine. But he's going to lose his job. Let me, let me speak. Let me speak. He's he's played. You know what? Seven hundred caps or whatever you said. He's. I'm sure he's copped a lot worse. I understand. Heat of the moment. Things could get ugly, but. Realistically, he should know. Second, he do you, should do you know believe in second sh- chances? He should know by now. Yeah, of course I do. I so mean, why would you want him sacked? Because I think that he should go find another job. I think no. if I if I was heading, where's where's Sky Sports? Is he yeah. commentating? They've for? Ev- the family have even said that they don't want him to get sacked. Yeah, because so they, what's the point of the video then? That's what I'm saying. That's interesting. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard yeah. that. That's very strange. I well, think that they. Might, I, can, I can only imagine that the actual the person who posted is probably copying a lot of shit as well. Like he'd be copying a lot of positive and a lot of negative. You know how the internet works. Yeah. They'd be they'd be just getting him everywhere, yeah. like kind of thing. So he might just be coming out going like, "Come on, guys, I don't want to be like I don't want to be the reason why someone gets sacked," which is understandable for the guy. I understand that, but. If I just, I'm thinking of it more of like I, if I'm Sky Sports and I want, you know, we're talking about an image here, and you're talking about you want to, you want a good of an image. Yeah, but they got Carragher's a great, great at what he does. He's yeah, really, he's Pierce a really Morgan. good. And, he's, and all those, oh, not Pierce Morgan, sorry. Um, what's his name? The former Arsenal player. Um, I forgot his name. Yeah, sounds good, but yeah, but it, you know, he was addicted to gambling, you know, drugs. Paul Merson, sorry. Yeah. But that, that's, a, that's a, what's the difference? That's a well, that's a different thing. How's that different? First of all, it's illegal gear. It's <laughs> illegal gear. That's true. It's illegal gear. No, addiction's a bit different. How? At, because there's a difference between. Is he breaking the law? Well, yeah. Isn't that worse? No, well, yeah, it depends. It depends how people want to take so, it. So, no, but you're saying to me that it's no. all right that you get sucked for speeding, but it's okay to do cocaine. I'm not saying it's okay, but we're not talking Is about it. Is LaMalla working at Scott's Wars? <laughs> yeah, LaMalla would be. I think he's supplying. No, but <laughs> I, I'm honestly, just looking you at, can't. You he's, can't. He's really good at what he does, and I, I would be upset. I would be disappointed if he did go, but if I'm a, if I'm running a company and I'm thinking, no. mate, I'm trying to clean if up If you can money. hire guys that are, uh, you know, a former addicts, then you, yep. can, you can let some guy get away with this. Okay, that's that's your opinion. That's fine. Yeah, 
That's the only opinion that's valid. No, it's not really, but it's, it's disgusting what he did. It's it is disgusting. Oh, I, don't, I don't condone it. I don't go, oh, fucking get on you, mate. Yeah, you know, but it's, I, you know. it, it's just something. Maybe I have, like, you know, we'll see what happens in a week or two yeah, time. We might think we might think completely different about it. But we'll move on, Mickey. Yeah, uh, we'll, get through get through his, these. we'll get through his Champions League games. We'll get through the ones that kind of happened pretty quickly. Um, the ones that happened last week, sorry. Spurs, Juventus. Funny, it's been so long since that game. I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even want to be in the Champions League anymore. Champions League, you know, six minutes of brilliance. So yeah, said. it's so funny. We were messaging each other. Um, we are both watching the game. And I, and we, I remember saying to you, I was like, Higuain and Dybala have done nothing. And, yeah. I was like, and you said, yeah, they've been, they haven't been sighted all game or something like that. Ten minutes later, they both score. <laughs> like, it was just—it was poetic. That's a, that's a that's a world class striker, buddy, isn't it? Yeah, it's it shows, they don't have to be a part of the game for ninety minutes. This is the thing, and like I noticed this with the uh, the Chelsea Barcelona game, where it's all about the chances you take, and like you know, you can have all the possession you want. Chelsea had a lot of like you know, if you look yeah. at the highlights, uh, yeah, yeah, I know you, what you're saying. You would yeah. be like, and and same you know, with Spurs game. Alonso played so well this morning. Yeah, Alonso's a, Alonso's a great player. I yeah. think he's the best uh, left back in the comp. He almost be a good winger, you know. He would be, yeah, hundred percent. He's one of the best free kick takers. Hit, yeah. the, hit the bar, oh, hit oh, the bar. He's so good at that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he's like the what the good teams do is they only they might only get three or four chances, but they'll take two or three of them, yeah. and that's and that's what and that's Juventus exactly did. What happened, yeah. They literally Juventus Harry Kane only had was someone who he missed a couple of chances. He had a couple of chances he should have yeah. put away. He had a header, unfortunately, that bounced off the post and went on was on the line. It just it was just the. I remember when I saw that. I just texted you, just like laughing. I was just like, it's just so off, like so perfect, like so yeah, well timed. Uh, but yeah, like you know, it's it's disappointing. Um, but you know, when it's a it's a successful Champions League as opposed to last year. Um, you know, we, considering we knocked off Madrid, you can always say Madrid don't really take the group stages. Doesn't seem like that seriously. They take the real stuff serious, which is yeah, very true, true. And I agree with that. Um, but you know, knocking off Madrid's a big one. Um, you know, putting Juventus to like. Being uh, it's interesting actually being um like in the conversation of actually beating them that was an int- that's like that's a good progression I know that might yeah. not seem by much but like a lot of people going saying Spurs should win this game is uh is a big step in the right direction in that yeah. sense I don't think losing the Juventus is, is in any way a, a uh you know a negative like a negative it's tough and you don't want to lose to teams like that but, but yeah, it's disappointing it's but that's what happens that's football isn't it um, um yeah Basel City we don't really like- this, but well, actually one, two, one. But you know, yeah. I, the, the game was already gone. It's funny how everyone goes on. It's like, oh, City now they've lost three games this season, or whatever. The third game, third game, I think it is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's just like, who cares? Yeah. We've got through. Uh-huh. Uh, Sevilla beating United two one. Ben Yedda come on and, and, and made an immediate impact. Mm. Poor game on both teams' side. Um, and United get caught out for playing. I don't know. They're just kind of waiting for that. You know that goal just to happen was, was and playing this, defensively and a, and a bit of him in the foot. Was this a... Uh, okay, so I want to... There's two ways, and I've heard people talk about this. Was this a game where they paid them too much respect? No. Or is this a game that where they, kind of they def- thought it was going to be but easy just and they paid the, them not the defensive respect. way and expecting to find a goal at some stage and it never happened. And Ben Yedda come it. on and, and made... You know, he, he played really well. And they had no... They had no... Like, watching Sevilla before Ben Yedda came on, right? They had nothing going forward. They'd get to the first... The, the third, uh, the front third. Yep. And they'd literally stuff it up every time. They weren't putting any balls in. They weren't. They didn't look like scoring a goal until we get to come on. And and once they got the first goal, it obviously put United on the back foot because they needed two then. Yeah. Know? And then um, Yedda scores again. Uh, beautiful save, but the haters stop Yedda's third. One yeah. and one of the goalkeeper right at the end. Uh, reaction time, but 
It's too late. Doesn't it, matter really, yeah. does it? And they, and they find themselves really questioning whether they have the pedigree to really take this on next season if they make it in the Champions League. It's that, this is what I call a classic bottle job because this is a real like they should have won this game going yeah. in. This is a like if you I wonder what the odds would have been. It would have been very heavy in United's favour playing at Old Trafford uh, a game like this. You know they held them at Sevilla for for this reason. They held them for this yeah, reason to, to have come back here yeah. and go. You know what? We've got the home ground. We'll take care of them easy enough. But here. they didn't even go for it. It's very it's, it's so strange. It's it's crazy how football works and in. One week's time, you know, everyone goes about this tactical masterclass against Liverpool, and then they just completely crash and it, they just get so it completely weird, but, wrong. You know, like you know, Rashford played absolutely fantastic against Liverpool on the right, and then he puts him on the left. You know, just stuff yeah. like that is just it, it's starting Fel- Fellaini. Fellaini starting, yeah, that was ridiculous. I, I think that that's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Like this, crazy, uh, isn't it? But uh, yeah, but, like it's. It's unfortunate. Like a little bit, kind of. I'm kind of happy because I don't really like United, and I know you'd be happy, of course. But, oh, yeah. uh, but at the same time, I really want to see England, England team go go through. Like I really yeah, do. I want to see. That's the, right, you got Liverpool. I want to see. Well, we've got two left. Um, but yeah, um, Roma getting over Shakhtar. Um, yeah, and good, Jekko. Jekko with the finish. Um, putting them through on uh, on away goals. Uh, that's why no two all. I think on aggregate. And yeah, they got the one away goal. Yeah, so that so, was yeah. that was it. And and Beskis and and Bayern. And yeah, Bayern just take care of what they do normally. That's Thiago, uh, Wagner, and I can't even spell. And our own goal and love scoring for Bessia. So yes. three one, they're in a result. What do you um? Okay, so the draw's coming out in about 12, 14 hours yep. from when we're recording this. Um, eight teams left. Who do you want? You know, everyone thinks I'll, I'll probably want Sevilla, but we have a shocking run against them. And I did say that before United game. Don't yeah, don't, you want you want United to win almost. Yeah, I did, and because I'm scared of what Sevilla can do, and they proved me right again. Um, you know what I. Probably Roma. Roma. You know, a lot of the teams are doing that. But, you know, and if I couldn't get Roma, I'd probably take Yubi, to be honest. Yep. The other teams just... I think Yubi have a spot of... They look so good defensively, but I, I just think that, you know, we could, you know, watch you guys play against them, you know, they're, they're, they're possible they're, to beat. Yeah. yeah, 100%. There is, There are flaws in every team, which I'm excited about. I just, I'm really worried at the moment because, you know, we've, I've, we've been both saying this for the last few weeks. What I want from this Champions League, well, from any English team, and it can't be Spurs, it can't be Chelsea, uh, which we haven't even talked about Chelsea, but uh, and it can't be United. I want one team to take a big scalp. I want one team to knock out a big team. Why couldn't it be that? Oh, oh yeah, because they're out. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, yeah. we haven't talked about the Barcelona game yet. We haven't even talked oh, about it. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even, but uh, I want one team to just knock them out. I want I want a Chelsea to beat Barcelona. It couldn't happen. Spurs had the opportunity against Juventus. Couldn't happen. United didn't even get a chance against a big team. They got knocked out. Yeah. Like, I want, I need Liverpool or City, either one, to knock out a Juventus, knock out a PSG. Uh, not PSG. I think we're, they're the best <laughs> three teams equipped to do that. Too, Maybe, guys. yeah, and it could be, but it's just like, if, if what happens if they go up next round and they both get knocked out? And they but one gets knocked out by you know, um by Bayern, one gets knocked out by Madrid, and then you yeah, kind of go we well. Put us back to square one, really. Yeah, yeah, like all of a sudden this this English like oh, England, England's best team, uh, best league in the world. Like no, oh, it, it can't. Yeah. It's very hard to justify that when you can't knock off anyone big, and that's and that's a really disappointing thing. And I I really hope I I hope both teams get big teams because I want I, I want to see the challenge. I really yeah, want I yeah. want because I think both of them would be really great games, and that's what I'm really excited about. But uh, yeah, it's just something that I'm I'm looking forward to, but I'm very nervous because um, there's not going to be a game that I go for Liverpool and, and City as hard as what I do when uh, when they do come up in the yep. Champions League. And yeah, and going um, up uh, Barcelona versus Chelsea this yes. morning. Barca, as you said, took their chances. You know, yep. uh, Chelsea hit the post a couple of times, and and they were competitive. And a lot of people have said that. I just I can't quite you know. When these kind of games and people are almost happy with the fact that they lost three 0 it just kind of doesn't rub that well with me. No, nah. I don't think how no matter how well you played, you lost three 0 kind of thing. 
Yeah. Uh, different for a team like Chelsea. There shouldn't be anyone lower, higher than them. You know, obviously Barca and Real Madrid, they're the big fish of European football, but... You know, you're playing in the same, you're swimming in the same pool, if you know what I mean. And um, I think the fact that they lost three nil or four one on aggregate um, is pretty disappointing. It shows a lot of experience, doesn't it? Like that these teams are winning. Like I even going back to Madrid over PSG. Like on on paper, a lot of people would say PSG's got a better team than Madrid. A yeah. lot of people would. And yet Madrid, because they've Experience, won, they've yeah. won two of the last three or whatever it is, and they're it's, just they're just dominating. He's saying that Courtois was shocking today. He was he was absolutely atrocious. Three he legs was, twice. He was, three, and like you know, Chelsea three, no, didn't no, even Chelsea wasn't even in the Champions League last year. Like you know, Barcelona yeah. continually going through these stages. Same with Juventus. Over I think Spurs. it's like the it's, I think it's like the eighth year in a row. Yeah, that, something stupid that they made it through to this stage. It's it's ridiculous, and it show it does show how um like you know these teams and like. There is something. It's like you know, finals football in any other sport. Like you know, teams who go there consistently, they know how to yeah. adapt and they know how to handle the pressure. Yep. And you they know, learn to play in that big stage. And it really did. It was. It was like a. It was almost like a men against boys thing. You know, Barcelona, Chelsea, Spurs, Juventus. It was a team that were just happy to take their time and put them put them through the works and then take their opportunities against a team that was just really yeah. hungry but just didn't have the finishing about them. Yep. And yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a good oh, learning. Yeah. It's a good lesson for everybody. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Uh, but Nick, we'll go into the to the the games that we are are playing this week for the predictions. Uh, I'll start you off with Bournemouth West Brom Albion. Um, oh, Jesus, uh, <laughs> at Bournemouth, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put them down for a win here. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Um, Bournemouth are gonna win this two nil. Uh, well, I would have said the same. So I'm gonna say one all just to shake it up a bit. Ooh, I like uh, Stoke Everton. Um, Everton won one nil on the uh, the. The uh, reverse leg that was round, that was week one, really scoring. Um, Stoke really needs something here, and fuck, I'm gonna give it to them. I'm gonna say they get a win here. I'm gonna say they get a one nil. I'm gonna say Everton two nil. Uh, Liverpool Watford three all week one. <laughs> this one, yes. we watched this game. You're punching holes in the walls. Great. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was that feels like a lifetime ago. It doesn't does. It? Doesn't that when you took the four photos of me crying on the ground? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I should look. I should get those back up. You should put it on the page. Yeah, I should put it on the page. Um, I think Liverpool have no problem here. Uh, look, I would go for your normal normal pick, but I won't because I know you're going to pick it. So I'm going to go with a three-one victory. Uh, yeah, well, I'll go Liverpool three-nil. Uh, Huddersfield versus Palace, Nick, for the last one. Big game. I'm going to say Palace get the job done here because I think that they've been getting a bit hard done by playing all these really good teams. And yep. I think that they're going to uh, take advantage of uh, of playing a bit of a lesser one. They are away from home, but uh, I'm going to back them in for a 2-1 victory. Beautiful. And what are you going to back in, Mickey? Um, I think Palace are going to bounce back. Um, I'm going to go 3-1 Palace. 3-1 Palace. It's, it is heating up, isn't it? It's yeah, really, it really a lot is, of games yeah. being postponed. Or, uh, it's going to be you know so much going on. The reason the relegation fight's heating up, isn't it? It is. It is really heating and up. Top four. And uh, you know, top four. A lot of people saying it done and dusted. I would not count Chelsea out. I would not like you know, Chelsea. Yeah, are, no, definitely every, not. They are every chance to win. Just go on a massive tear and do what they need to do. Now they're out of the Champions League, so they don't need to worry about that. So you know, who knows? Like, yeah, it's, there's a lot definitely. that can happen. But uh, Mickey. Until next time. Yes. Until next time. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Total 90 uh, Premier League Podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Mickey Kennedy, take us out. Uh, yeah, and on Facebook, uh, Total 90 Premier League Podcast. Look us up, give us a like, and yeah, another big week of football coming up. It is, and it's going to be the best season of the Premier League because we are going to take you every step of the way oh, yeah. through it. <laughs>